You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey everybody, welcome to Locked On Angels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, now brought to you by Hotels.com. You're locked in with Taylor Blake Ward. It's a pleasure to have you on this Thursday. We got a special guest coming your way from MLB.com, Brett Bollinger. He covers the Angels for MLB.com. Before we get to him, though, we got to remind you to follow us on Twitter at LockedOnAngels. You can follow me personally at Taylor Blake Ward. Also, make sure to download today's show or any of the episodes to the Locked On Podcast Network via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or the new Himalaya Podcasting app, free and easy to download through your Apple app or Google Play Store. Just one more quick little item before we get to Rhett Bollinger is that I'm going to be gone in early to mid-August. I've mentioned this before. I'm going to be overseas. And during that time, you're going to have a slew of hosts. Now, those hosts are going to be Jason Hernandez of Touch Em All, Derek Chapala of Talking Halos, and Raul Seti of Halos Heaven. So thank you to them for stepping up and helping me out to fill in during my absence. And I'm sure you're going to really enjoy them while I'm overseas. And uh, compliments of Hotels.com. <laughs> Got to give a shout out to the sponsors and uh, putting the show in trusting hands. So really excited to have them on board. And I want to send a special thank you to them. But now joining us from beautiful Southern California is Rhett Bollinger of MLB.com. Rhett, how you doing today, buddy? I'm doing great. You know, thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Now, Rhett, you're from out here, and we were joking about this before you came on, is that you're a 909er just like me. Um, can you tell me a little bit about where you grew up and a little bit about your baseball background? I know that you covered the Twins for MLB.com for some time, but now you're with the Angels. Yes, I grew up out here in Glendora, north of Anaheim, uh, L.A. County. Um, so yeah, you know, local guy. Truthfully, you know, I was more of a Dodger fan growing up than an Angel fan, but certainly uh, followed the Angels plenty and had a lot of friends who were big fans and remember everything about the 2002 World Series, of course. Um, so I got my start covering the Angels out of college at USC in 2008. I, did, I was an intern covering the Angels in uh, 2008, the year they won, you know, I think 100 games. Uh, made it the postseason, obviously. Uh, lost to the Red Sox. And then 9 and 10, I was kind of around as a backup out here. Um, and then I went away to the Twins for uh, for eight seasons, and I was in Minnesota for eight seasons covering the Twins. And, uh, yeah, so then the past off season uh, made the switch back over to the Angels, which is very exciting, you know, being a local guy, uh, coming back home and all that. And I said I do, you know, the organization, uh, you know, at least decently well from my time there previously when I first got my start. And, you know, like I said, I always followed the Dodgers and the Angels from afar anyway. Um, so it's a pretty easy transition and knew some people in the organization. So, yeah, it's fun to be back home for sure. Definitely nice family reasons, of course, too, but also just be back in the in California in general. Now, you mentioned that you cover the Twins for multiple years. You said eight years, I believe? Yes. Now, I've asked this on the show. We had a, a guest, Brandon Warren from Minnesota, on the show, and, and I asked him, you know, now that you've seen Mike Trout up close in person, you've seen a lot of great players, Adrian Beltre over the years, Joe Maurer, is he a Hall of Famer? I, I think so, yes. To me, the reason why I think part of it was is that he was already kind of on that Hall of Fame trajectory, and then he had that really bad concussion in 2013 that really kind of knocked him out of action for a few years. Um, and he kind of had a couple bounce-back years after that, but was never quite the same. And I guess, to me, uh, that concussion was so out of his control. And obviously, some guys, you know, just don't make the Hall of Fame because of the injuries. But to me, uh, he was kind of already on that track, and the fact that that happened out of his control kind of, you know, hurt the tail end of his career. But I still think he did enough because, you know, a three-time batting champ as a catcher, you know, his, I think his career war totals and 
kind of peak war totals uh, are up there among catchers, I think in the top seven, eight catchers of all time. So um, I think that just because the bar is a little bit lower offensively for catchers, I think that he makes it because of, you know, those amazing years he had, you know, an MVP, uh, you know, award winner, I think, in 20, uh, 2009. So, yeah, I, I think it's close, but I'm obviously biased. You know, I covered him and saw him play up close for a long time. But uh, so I would, I would lean yeah. Once again, we're talking to Rhett Bollinger of MLB.com here at Locked On Angels. Now, Rhett, you wrote an article yesterday uh, about the Angels' second half, and it's not necessarily about the second half, but about the next two weeks coming up here. And the title of that is Angels Restart will determine if they buy or sell. And that came out on uh, Angels.com yesterday. Rhett, what do you think the Angels are going to do here at the deadline? Now, obviously, this article kind of explains it, but if you could explain a little bit of this article in, um, in oral form instead of written form. Of course, yeah, I think the big thing right now is going to be important to them coming out of the break. You know, you get the Mariners and then the Astros for four games. Uh, they got to play well out of the break because kind of a little fall off they had over the weekend didn't, you know, didn't help matters, especially with the Indians kind of on a winning streak. All of a sudden they went from being kind of close to the wild card race to all of a sudden now, I believe they're, what, five and a half, six and a half games back of that now. Um, so a little bit kind of, you know, a couple teams ahead of them too, uh, which makes it tough. You know, the, even the Rangers and the A's in the division are ahead of them. So they've got a couple weeks to figure it out here. If they play well out of the you know out of the break and kind of stay in the, the fringe of the race, I think they might go after like a reliever, try to help out the bullpen. Um, I don't think they're going to make anything too drastic. Um, and then if they fall out of the race, you know they could look to sell. But kind of like I wrote in the article, there's not that many guys on this team uh, that really are going to be impending for agents that would really bring back that much. You know, we've seen what Matt Harvey and you know Trevor Cahill have done. There's a chance you know if Harvey really were to pitch great the next few starts that maybe he could get interest, but at this point, I, I really highly doubt that. I think the one guy who maybe could be the wild card they could look to move if they really wanted to to really be big time sellers would be a guy like Cole Calhoun, only because he's uh, you know going to have a an option for next year, and, and if they feel like they're not going to pick that up, maybe he makes sense because he's kind of the one guy who could bring back some value. So I don't think it's going to be a very exciting trade they they for the Angels, but I do think they'll at least kind of be active and see what's going on, kind of depending on where they are in the you know in the standings. Now, you brought up Cole Calhoun, and we've had so many questions about his future with the Angels, but there's another guy in the death chart that I think, uh, you know, I've spoken to a few people, and it sounds like there's quite a few scouts that have been in to see this guy, is Jarrett Parker. Now, you've only seen him a little bit, but do you think Jarrett Parker has any value to where he could maybe bring in, obviously he's not going to bring um, a Felipe Vasquez or, or someone of, of high-end caliber talent, but could he bring in someone similar to a Ty Buttry or a Williams Jerez, similar to what the Angels did last year? I'd be a little surprised if only because Parker so far, like I said, is a small sample size, but he definitely had a lot of contact issues so far up in the major leagues, and I'm sure the scouts kind of saw that against better pitching against the Astros over the weekend. Um, but he did have, you know, good numbers at AAA. You know, I think he could have been a, a candidate for that. I think that, you know, if Luke Roy was healthy, he could be a candidate. Because you're right, last year, you know, it wasn't like, you know, Ian Kisler was having a great year where they flipped him for Ty Buttery, which is a great trade for the Angels. Um, but the problem is they don't really have anybody even like that right now who's, who's kind of producing other than, like I said, I think Calhoun would be the, the guy that could really get you a good return because he's got that power this year and is a good defender. But, yeah, for me, Parker, maybe, but it would probably be even a lesser guy than a, a, than a Buttery or a williams Jerez even. Once again, we're talking to Rhett Bollinger of MLB.com here at Lockdown Angels. Now, Rhett, we got to head to a short break. You mind staying on with us for the second segment? Of course. All right. Well, we got to talk about performance. Now, baseball players try and get the best performance they can on the field, so why don't you try and get the best performance you can off the field? Try a blue chew. 
Blue Chew has the same FDA-approved ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, and since they're chewable, they work twice as fast, and you can use them day or night. Why don't you try out Blue Chew for free on us? Just head over to BlueChew.com, insert promo code MLB, and your first shipment comes free. Blue Chew, the cheaper, better, faster choice. We'll be right back with more Locked On Angels right after this. Oh, Jimmy Eat World bringing us into the second segment. That's a fun one. Red, do you remember Jimmy Eat World much? I actually do. It's funny. I saw them in concert in Minnesota a few years ago, and uh, the lead singer flicked his uh, guitar pick off the stage, and I caught it, and I actually have it, which is kind of random. But of all bands, I have a guitar pick from Jimmy Eat World. I'm not really a, a big fan. I just happened to go to the concert with the friends. I remember them you know, when I was younger, but I, I actually have it on my mantle over there, a little guitar pick from the band, which is kind of funny, kind of random. That's, see, I love that. I, I saw them at the U.S. Open of surfing, and um, I was in a crowd of way too many. But <laughs> they were a good concert. I actually really enjoyed them. So, um, Red, well, let me read this back in. Welcome back to Locked On Angels, <laughs> part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Now brought to you by Hotels.com. You're locked in with Taylor Blake Ward, and we have our special guest here, Rhett Bollinger of MLB.com, covers the Angels for MLB.com. Now, Rhett, uh, we talked about a little bit about the trade deadline, a little bit about yourself during the first uh, segment there. In the second segment, I want to talk a little bit about what has to go on with the Angels here in the second half. Now, they're six and a half games back of a playoff spot. What do you think kind of has to go right for the Angels here for them to maybe potentially work their way into that second, uh, play, or second wild card spot? I think obviously the pitching has got to settle down here, especially their rotation. Um, they're going to have to get better pitching uh, in general. I think the bullpen too. Obviously, that last game uh, uh, was pretty ugly there on Sunday. Um, so yeah, I think this rotation has really got to settle down. I mean, I think he needs, he needs to take a step forward for sure. Um, they got to see what they have in Harvey. I guess now coming out of this injury, see if his better velocity has any better results. You know, I think they got to count pretty heavily on you know Jose Suarez as well. Um, you know, see how J.C. Ramirez does when he comes back and see if you know, Keenan Middleton can be an asset in the bullpen and kind of stretch out that bullpen a little bit. Like I said, maybe they could obviously, you know, trade for an arm or two, which could help too. Um, so, yeah, I think offensively they're fine. I mean, it really, you know, it's tough to lose Tommy LaStella uh, for that long of a time, especially with how good he's been offensively. Um, you know, and Zach Kozar doesn't sound like he's going to come back anytime soon either. So, I think on the position player side, I think they're okay. I think they've got enough depth there to withstand that even. But I, I just think that pitching-wise, it's you know they're already kind of thin, and, and certainly, obviously, with the you know last week's tragedy, doesn't you know didn't help matters you know either. So it's just it's just a really hard uh, thing for them to kind of find enough pitching right now. I think so. To me, uh, you know, you never know. Uh, there's been crazy runs like this before. Even a couple of years ago, when I was covering the Twins. They were in a similar situation, and they went on a run in August. And sure enough, they were the second wild card. Uh, they lost to the Yankees that year. But so I mean, it, it is possible. But I do think they've got to kind of get better starting pitching just to stay in these games. But I do think the offense they have enough offense. I think it's just a lot of pitching right now. Now you brought up Tommy Estella, and there's going to be guys that kind of have to fill in there. Luis Renjifo, David Fletcher, who's done an outstanding job already. But uh, one guy you didn't bring up was Jonathan Lucroy, who suffered a pretty severe injury over the weekend or over last weekend, the concussion and, and broken jaw. Are guys like Dustin Garneau and Kevin Smith going to be enough to handle the pitching staff and handle the catching position to really carry this team? That's a great question. You know, with Lucroy, you don't know how long he's going to be out right now. It's still kind of up in the air. You know, I think he's going to still see a you know a, a, an ear, nose, and throat specialist about the concussion and the broken nose. 
Um, you know, especially the broken nose part. So yeah, I mean, you know, even Kevin Smith right now, last I heard, I asked about him on Sunday. He's still not even swinging a bat. You know, he's got that left wrist or left hand kind of injury. He can't even swing a bat right now. So I don't know how close he is to getting back. So yeah, I mean, Dustin Garneau right now is kind of the de facto, you know, main uh, kind of primary catcher here. And the hard thing is too, is Jose Bersinu. I don't think he's played since I think like early May. He's been on the, you know, the minor league injury list. So really, um, I think at this point right now, actually, you know, they might have to trade for, maybe a veteran-type backstop who's got some major league experience and maybe is maybe in the minors somewhere. I don't think a guy like, you know, like a John Ryan Murphy or something like that, a guy who's at AAA Reno, you know, was a former major leaguer who's not really playing. So there's going to be some kind of low-range guys out there, kind of on the lower range of catchers, but I do think they need some more depth there just because, you know, unless they really want to go all the way down to the minors um, and get like, a guy like a Jack Kruger all the way up in the majors, I, I just think right now they're very thin on catching depth with uh, the injuries to Luke Ryan Smith. And you mentioned the pitching staff, and obviously uh, the the worst possible outcome was losing Tyler Skaggs the way that you did. It's not something that you ever want, but is there a guy that you believe may be able to fill in um, in Tyler's role? And obviously not in the clubhouse. You, you can never replace a Tyler Skaggs, but from a baseball perspective, do you think there's someone that could come in and, and help the rotation the way that Tyler Skaggs was? Yeah, it's going to be really hard to do that in that sense. And, you know, obviously it's that, uh, the baseball sense even, I really thought he was pitching so well. His last few stars, I really thought he was kind of getting on track. It was, you know, just his curveball location was so much better recently and seemed to be kind of getting on a roll, and he, you know, had that passion and that fire. He was kind of getting frustrated by getting pulled early, but he was still pitching well. Um, so, yeah, just from a pitching standpoint, it's going to be tough to replicate that. And like I said, I think the guy that I'm high on that I like a lot is, is Suarez. I think there's a chance he could really take a step forward here, but he's still so young, too. It might not be till next season that we really see that. So that's kind of the hard part, too. But I mean, that's kind of, you know, it's just such a tragedy in general, and it's just going to affect the team in so many different ways, too. I think, you know, we'll see how emotional it is, you know, in the return tomorrow, uh, you know, on Friday for their first game back at home. So, yeah, I mean, just on so many different levels. And, you know, most importantly for his family and, you know, everything else is just such a tragedy. And then, you know, the team, which is just going to be so hard to replace in the rotation as well. So it's just a, a tough situation, you know, all around for the organization. And it's, you know, just definitely a real tragedy. Red, I, I do want to close the show out on a on a happy note. So what, what high school did you go to, Rhett? I went to Damien High School in Laverne. Damien High School in Laverne. That's the... Uh... That's the worst school you could have ever gone to, man. <laughs> um, I, th- I think we talked about this earlier in the season. I don't remember if we played baseball against each other or if we played football against each other, but I know that you were a few years before I was. But, uh, Rhett, we're so happy to have you back in Southern California. Happy to have you on the Angels Beat. Where can our listeners find you if they haven't already found you? Yeah, you can find me, obviously. All the all my content's going to be at angels.com, on Twitter, um, at Rhett Bollinger. Um, in the off-season, I do more of a podcast with MLB, a weekly podcast. During the season, we don't do that as much. Um, but, yeah, I definitely find myself I, you know, trying to link to my articles on Twitter as much as I can. Um, certainly, everything's all on there on Angels, uh, angels.com for sure. Red, thanks so much for coming on today, buddy. No problem, man. Thanks for having me on. It's super fun. Once again, that's Rhett Bollinger of MLB.com. He's the beat writer for the Angels at MLB.com. You can follow him on Twitter at Rhett Bollinger. I was really excited to have him on the show. Local guy that uh, we met a few years ago, and we've gotten to know each other a little bit this year, and just a really fun guy. Really glad to have him here in Southern California covering the Angels. So 
it was an honor having him on. That's all we have for today's show. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Angels. You can follow me personally at Taylor Blake Ward. Also, make sure to download today's show or any of the episodes through the Lockdown Podcast Network via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or the new Himalaya Podcasting app, free and easy to download through your Apple app or Google Play Store. For tomorrow's show, another special guest, Angels beat writer for the Los Angeles Times, Maria Torres. Now, it's going to be a little bit later in the afternoon due to some scheduling, but it's going to be great to have her on as well. So, Great episode coming your way tomorrow. Reminder that today's show is brought to you by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friend's trip. Book your own through Hotels.com and get rewarded basically everywhere. Hotels.com. Be there. Do that. Get rewarded. We'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same place. For Lockdown Angels, I'm Taylor Blake Ward. Have a wonderful Thursday, everyone.